Welcome to Max Storm Business Coaching for the Health and Fitness Professional Podcast, where you will hear and learn tips, tricks, and marketing secrets that will allow you to build your business from ordinary to extraordinary. Visit us at maxstormcoaching.com. Now, here's your host. Welcome everyone back to Max Storm Coaching. My name is Ashley Mazurik and today we have a special treat. We have Bo Parsons and he is on the show because he's one of these guys that uh, if you've ever met is super inspirational, super motivating um, and he's in the grind. Um, he's got his own business, training clients, but he's not one of those trainers who's making zillions and zillions of dollars, who has a chef and assistants and doesn't offer information that can be super practical to those of us that are still in the grind without everybody working for us and uh, doing everything for us. And I think that is an important aspect to what we do. Um, so let me introduce Bo Parsons from Canada. What's up, Ash? Hey, everybody. Hi, Bo. Um, I'm in London. Canada and I have a studio here and uh, we have a special guest with us today Gage he's an employee here at BoFit and he came through an internship program and uh, obviously he did a great job so we brought him in okay but so you're in Canada specifically London um, let me go back so you've had your own facility for how long I've been on my own now for seven and a half years um, at this location for three years just over three years, and I had a business partner prior to that for four and a half years. Ooh, after, okay. Uh, yeah, Good. After, so we have a lot of great stuff to yeah, talk this about. Is, this is stuff to chat about. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so you've had your own facility for seven years. What made you decide to get your own place? I worked in a gym for six and a half years, and I became the manager there after two years, and that was taking me out of what I love, which is training and helping people. I was doing more of the more of the managerial side, which is not my strength. I'm an energy guy. I love working with people independently and being in the gym. So I wasn't happy with the kind of the way that was transitioning. So I approached the owner. I said, I'm missing this part of it. I want to do more of this. Can I buy into the personal training department? And he didn't want to give that up, obviously, because it's his own thing. So I had a client come to me and say, well, we love what you do. Why don't you do it on your own? And then I was like, wow, this is a possibility. Um, at that time, I wasn't even really considering because I didn't know if it was a possibility. But um, when this client came forward, I said, wow, I'm going uh, to really look into this and see what I can do. And then you kind of grew into, okay, let's look for a location, found a location. I got a partner. Um, her and I were kind of similar in our approach at the time. And we thought it's a no-brainer. We can keep a lot more of the money that we're working for um and do things the way we think they should be done um in the gym setting you see a lot of trainers that in my opinion weren't kind of up to the standard that i was trying to meet i was going above and beyond for my clients and i was working around a lot of maybe just not the the kind of trainer i wanted to to work close by because i wasn't learning anything i wasn't motivated by it um energy drinks all day long just try to get through the day a lot of grind, a lot of hustle, but the, the practitioner side of it wasn't being fulfilled in a lot of ways. Um, so we thought that we could do it maybe better or a different way, um, different approach, get a little bit more 
get deeper into the body and more educational. So we decided to go for it. So tell me, just tell me about the money aspect of it. Like how did, how did you, how did you get the money to start this business with this person? So a client came to me and said, Bo, you should be doing this on your own. Um, what if I purchase X amount of sessions up front to give you a capital to get out and do this on your own? Oh. Um, and then we're looking for a space. Yeah, that was incredible. That's, that's what kind of opened my eyes up to say, wow, this is a possibility. Um, and then when we, we found a location, the landlord was more than willing to help us out with leaseholds and to build those things into the lease. So it wasn't money out of our pocket up front. It kept the startup costs. Sorry, go ahead. And so to this, to this day, did the relationship with that client, was it, did it turn out, um, good? You still have that client. And as the, the end of the sessions and all, everything went really beautifully with that whole situation with the money and them. Okay. With everything. And you purchasing the facility with their money and. Yeah. Um, to be honest with you. So he paid for several, well, a lot of sessions up front. And then yeah. basically I had to reward him or repay him through the training. Um, so it kind of happened naturally. Wow. Um, and that was our agreement. And, uh, did you put that agreement in paper? Yes. You yeah, did. We had everything signed. Yeah. And, uh, we didn't have a lawyer involved, but we had, um, a bookkeeper involved and she kind of oversaw everything and she was a witness through the whole process. Wow. But, um, after that was finished, um, he offered to do the same thing to, for me to go out on my own. And that got me here. So, <laughs> so originally you have a, you had a partner and so now you're on your own. You don't have any partners or any investors or anything. I have no partners now. Um, I had the same client invest again, um, for three years and wow. that allowed me again to do, make a bigger move. And since then I've changed my business plan. So Nolan, the guy I was showing you earlier, um, Give you a quick little show just for all the, the millions across the world here. Can you see them in there? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I changed my business plan um, quite a bit. So I brought in independent trainers like Nolan, and he rents the space from me. And we do, we practice under the same roof. Um, and he's somebody that I can learn from and watch, and he inspires me as well. The relationship is pretty, pretty easy that way. And I brought Gage in as an employee. Um, so that's how my business has kind of evolved. When I was downtown with a partner, we had a couple of employees um, and we just found that we just weren't, we, we weren't making enough for what we were doing. And maybe we were putting energy into areas that maybe we, we shouldn't have put energy into. What, what so were those areas? To, what were the areas that you were putting energy, energy into? To be honest with you, a lot of marketing. Uh, marketing groups, um, advertising, and the return was just, was minimal. So really? Thousands of dollars. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I've been here on my own for over three years and I haven't done any marketing. And I feel very fortunate for that because I have a, a nut of clients that are very supportive. Um, but by changing my, uh, my business plan and bringing in independent trainers like Nolan, it allows me to kind of take some of that pressure off as far as I got to bring in business, got to bring in business. You know, so I can kind of just let it happen naturally where referrals are going to be the driving force for, for our business. Um, and then having Gage on board, it's, uh, it's kind of been a little bit of a wake up call because now I'm trying to provide for 
So what I wanted to ask is to put it in perspective, because I know now you've got your own place and you you're now taking on an employee and you've got an independent contractor. So to put it in a little bit in perspective, how big exactly is your facility? I have 2,100 square feet here. Um, and to be honest, we could have another trainer working amongst us and it could be very comfortable. We had a female trainer leave in January to go out on her own. And, uh, we feel that, you know, cause the adding the female dynamic was, was perfect. It was just, I think we all need a female in our life to kind of keep us balanced. And it was just great. <laughs> well, and now it's we've fun- got three of us in here. It's funny that you say that because part of the whole um, Max Storm coaching, I'm like, oh, I'm a female. I'm going to actually add some yin to this. And, uh, you know, based off of what we've been doing thus far, I'm, I'm sort of turning the direction a little bit by adding the female energy. And that's one of the things I love most about you, Bo, is you have a tremendous amount of respect for that yin-yang relationship. And, you know, Bo, you, you're married. And I, I wanted to ask, with the nature of, of our business and personal training and pr- being a practitioner and owning your facility, how, how is that having a relationship and being married? Um, because I know that your wife is uh, a big educator and she, she works a little bit, but what's the dynamic with a relationship like that, owning a business? Um, I guess to be honest, I don't know if you can fully understand what it takes to operate a business unless you're doing it. Um, and that's not to discredit my wife because she's incredible and she's the hardest working person I've ever seen. She'll work me any day of the week. But um, if anything happens with the business, you have to always kind of be there. And there's little phone calls you got to make. There's times where you have to take care of things where maybe it's not the most opportune time or the most ideal time. You know, if you're at home, sometimes it kind of can get in the way. Um, and I've tried to make a better... I guess just more planning as far as, okay, once I get home, phone's kind of shut off. I can wait until the morning. It's not an emergency, you know, but um, she's very respectful of what I do. And she understands that it does take a lot of time and it does take a lot of work. So she, she understands. So you have 2,100 square feet and you have three people working in the facility and you, you feel like you could potentially take one more on. And are you staggering the hours to which people train or where's the, where, what are the times with the bulk of your business? Uh, for us, it's more the mornings. Um, no one's in really early, but uh, we usually get in around uh, nine o'clock until 2.30ish and then the afternoons are a little bit slower and then the evenings five to eight are, are pretty busy as well. So we get a little chunk. I give myself at least two hours every day where I go home. Um, I block that right out of my calendar and I just, I get out of here for a couple hours. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. And so would you say looking back, like the pros and cons uh, of a person owning their, owning their own business, you, you mentioned some cons. Um, is there, is there ever a situation where you, you kind of, you, feel like owning a business is too hard and you'd rather just rent space or are you glad you made the decision and are full throttle and continuing to own your own business? I love it. It is, love it. Uh, it is the greatest thing in the world. Um, at the end of the day, you can really make your schedule, but you still have to, you still have to eat. So when clients are, are available, you have to make yourself available. But um, I, I love what I do. I love having the control of my own schedule. Um, I wouldn't change any of that. I, I don't miss working for someone at all. 
Yeah. I, I love being on my own. And uh, that's my goal for this guy too, to have him kind of transition to that as well. Um, and Nolan, I think, would, would agree. Since he's been here, he said leaving the gym was one of the best things he's done. So, um, yeah, we love it. It's great. Yeah. And so how does your gym, compared to other gyms in the area, how do you separate yourself and feel like um, you're the gym to go to for clients? I think with the education, um, we talked about the Czech Institute, obviously you're a big part of as well. Um, it's allowed us to go deeper into the body. And I don't find there's enough of that in the city. So that's kind of something that we're getting more um, referrals from chiropractors, um, physiotherapists, more healthcare practitioners. Um, and I think that is going to continue to grow because it's, uh, it's kind of happening, happening naturally. And as we do the work that we're doing and they send them back to physio or back to Cairo, they're seeing these adjustments that have been made and these changes that are staying. Um, I think that's the biggest thing because you make these little adjustments, but nothing ever holds, nothing ever stays, but we're able to put these um, things into practice and the work that they're doing is being improved by the work that we're doing as well. So it just complements each other. Awesome. I, and I love to hear that because I'm a huge education uh, advocate. Now with that being said, we, we've in the past talked about raising your rates and selecting a price or a value for what you do. And so I want to ask, with, with the continued education that you've done, and, and, and I know you've done a lot because you've been in three of my classes, and I'm <laughs> grateful for that. Did you raise your rates once you started accruing some more education? And let me ask, how the, what was the process that you went about to do that? Absolutely. That's a great question. And I think it is one of the things as a trainer that we struggle with the most. Yeah. And we've all discussed this amongst ourselves here as well. Um, when I was working at the gym, um, I think our rates were about $45 per hour. And we obviously didn't get all of that. So we kept a portion of that. And when, we, when I went out on my own with my partner, um, we decided, okay, we got to bump our rates up a little bit. So we did just because it's more privatized and you're out of the gym setting. So that was an easy bump. And we just said to the clients, as we're leaving, we'll give you the same rate you have currently at the gym and you can buy as many sessions as you want. But after that, it's going to increase. So that was pretty easy for everybody. And they're all like, no problem. We understand, blah, blah, blah. And then as I continued with education and I will continue to do and same with Gage as well on Nolan, um, Nolan just became a CSCS, which is pretty amazing in our industry, which is fantastic. And Gage is going um, into massage therapy. Um, so all of these things kind of tied in. Um, I think we have to increase our rates. And one of the hardest things for us to do is to, I guess, know our worth. Because um, you, you think, like, right now we're charging $65 an hour. And when I was downtown, we were charging $50 per hour. So since I've got more education behind me now, I'm able to help more people, we've increased our rates a little bit more. Um, but it's, it's also finding a rate that you're comfortable with that people can, can pay. Like, if you compare us to Toronto, Toronto, they're charging 80 to $100 an hour. But London, we just, it's not quite the same. Mm -hmm. um, the market isn't quite the same as far as income and, and the economy, I guess. So it's like, we feel comfortable around $65 per hour. That's good for us. Um, potentially in the future, obviously, with uh, everything kind of happening the way it's happening, it will probably continue to grow a little bit. But we'll do the same thing with our clients. We'll say, here's our rate now. You can buy as many as you want. Um, and slowly, they want to uh, 
continue with that after, it'll increase a little bit more. And so have you ever had any resistance with clients when you approached them with the rate increase the way that you did? Have you ever lost anybody? No. Um, I think they understand, like, when you come into our facility, they see that everything has to be paid for. You know, like, lights are on all day. It's, it's expensive. The heat's on all day. It's, it's cold in Canada, okay? Like, it's, it's cold here. It was <laughs> yeah. snowing this morning. We're not excited about that, right? <laughs> we're, missing Tampa, we're missing Tampa. <laughs> but um, I think they, they appreciate the work that we do. So when that time comes, and we're not increasing the rate by – you know, 20%, 25%, it's nothing crazy, but every little bit will kind of help out with inflation. And as we're paying more for heat and hydro and just to be here, I think they respect that and they understand that. So we've had no, no negative feedback anyways. So you're saying when you increase your rate, it's probably like five to $10, maybe no more than 10, but about five. And then how often do you, would you say that you raise your rates once a year, once every three years? I don't have a timetable as far as raising rates. Um, it just kind of happened naturally after I got some more education under my belt. And once I realized, wow, I'm paying a lot of money to get educated and to be better, I'm just going to add a little bump onto this price because, you know, it's helping um, kind of pay for the continued education, but also we're offering a better service. And I, I think you can't really put a price on that as far as when somebody comes in here and we give them a, an assessment and they're like, wow this is what's going on with my body and then we can help them. There's no problem as far as adding a few, a few bucks, but we don't have a schedule for increases. And how, and how long do you do an assessment for? Usually about an hour. Um, I'm trying to increase my time after seeing one of my mentors in Tampa. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I usually book an hour. Um, Sometimes I will book an hour and a half, especially with a complicated case. We've had some pretty complicated cases come through um, in the last few months, which has been amazing. Um, so I'll book an hour and a half with those guys. And if we're not quite finished, then I'll book them back in for another hour. Um, and I won't charge them for that. So I run the assessment. I won't charge for the extra time. Wow. And so it sounds like, it, it, with no resistance, it sounds like uh, you have a fantastic business. But I think it's because you're also a fantastic person slash trainer. What oh, would yeah. you say that your clients, if you've ever asked, what would you say your clients love most about you and your facility? I, I think it's just the interaction. Um, I, I love people. Um, I'm a pretty sensitive dude. <laughs> so when a client comes in and first thing I do is I ask them how they're doing and I can see if they're stressed out. And if they are, man, like arms are open give me a hug. Let's try to deal with this together. You know what I mean? And I think whenever we're in that kind of situation as well, which isn't often because we're, we're always on here, you know what I mean? It's showtime. We're ready to rock, but um, things happen in life and clients come to you and it's like, they have their arms open and it is the coolest thing. And I think that getting to know our clients beyond just the gym setting is, is incredible. You know, like I've had clients come to my wedding. Uh, I've been invited to their weddings. And that's that's a pretty nice compliment. I love that. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. This is an, uh, a question that, that we talked about in the last podcast. Have you ever given a refund to a client? And what was that reason? I did do a refund one time. Um, we signed him up. I think it was on like a... 
Thursday or Wednesday. This was years ago. He went into work the next day and he got hit with a forklift. I shouldn't laugh about that, but <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He's fine. <laughs> but he obviously wasn't going to continue training for a long time. Um, that was the only time I've given a refund. Um, yeah, it's, we don't really come across too many of those issues, especially being in a studio because people know what they're coming for. Yeah. I find in the gym setting, you're, you're almost trying to sell more. And in the studio setting, they're coming in expecting and they know what they're looking for. Um, so that makes it a lot easier. But um, I, I tell everybody, I have a 100% guarantee. If you follow what we give you and you don't get the results you want, no questions asked. Um, but so far, so good. That's awesome. Um, let me ask you this. If you were to hire another trainer, tell me the f- top five things that you would look for that would be the things that would make you undeniably hire that person. What would you look for in hiring a new trainer or practitioner? To be very honest, um, the first thing would be appearance. Um, I know that sounds very shallow, but I'm sorry, man. If you don't look the part, it's going to be difficult. Um, And, you know, like I have something that I have a vision in mind here that I want to kind of portray to the to London and to the rest of Ontario, Canada, whatever, you know what I mean? And um, so that would be one of the most important things. Education is huge. Um, I would want to kind of see how you practice. Um, the three of us kind of mesh well together because we, we can all offer a little bit of a different scope. And I think that's so important. And um, geez, that's only two. Personality. Personality. If you don't have a good personality and you don't have energy, if you're coming in here oh, and your clients are walking in and you're sitting behind the desk, oh, hey, sorry, man. Like, they're here to see you and they want us to pick them up. So let's go. You know what I mean? So that's also very important for me. Um, good looking guy, like this guy. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. Like, uh, personality, appearance, um, the way they practice. Yeah, the education kind of falls into that, I guess, you know, like um, that will kind of give me a rough idea of kind of what they're what they can offer based on their resume. And then maybe let's get in, have a chat, see what's what's going on, see how the, the relationship kind of meshes. Um, for me, the, the environment is everything. Like I said, I, I miss that female dynamic in here because I love that balance. And um, if we have a personality that doesn't mesh with one of the three of us, that doesn't work for me. If it works with me and it doesn't work with Nolan or Gage, then it doesn't work with me either because this whole thing has to run together. And that team aspect is huge for me. So yeah, four ish. No, those are, those are great and dead on. And and I didn't want to, I do feel like the, the shallow or the superficial aspect of looking the part, I mean, through our own experience and having many trainers, you can't deny that that is such an important aspect to it. Um, I, I, you know, oftentimes when um, I'm talking to owners and I'm seeking out trainers that I can refer to, I'll often say, you know, well, what did you think of that trainer? What, what is your opinion of them? And the first thing that comes out is he doesn't really look like a trainer or she doesn't really look the part. And at the end of the day, we are our marketing tool and people come to us because most importantly, first, 
if they're not wanting to get out of pain at a, at a deeper level, they want to look like you and they want to be like you. So you're a symbol or representation of what they want. And if you don't have that, there's no point in them spending the money and trying to get it. Um, at the same, at the same time, it's like you mentioned, um, some cons in the beginning about own your business and, and how there's so much to it and it takes so much time and responsibility. And, you know, we've talked about this before. You always do have to be on. And so from a business owner who's owned his own business for seven years, what do you do to stay balanced? Because this is a very intense profession that um, requires a lot of energy. And at the same time, when you're trying to build sick people up or people that are in pain or people that are very unhealthy, it really takes a lot of your energy. They can suck that from you. So what do you do to maintain the balance? I mean, you talked about leaving the gym and getting out of there, um, but what else? To be completely honest, I'm still trying to find that perfect balance, to be honest with you. Um, I have lofty goals and the three of us are kind of working towards something pretty cool. And I think it can be very special. Um, but that being said, I'm still trying to find that balance, but giving myself a couple hours every day is it's been incredible because since I've been here on my own, I've done that since I opened this location and it's just a, a short little reset. I go home, I take my dog out, I take a nap if I want to just anything just to kind of recharge um, and keep me feeling good. So when I come back, I've got the energy for my clients. Um, but Lifestyle is so important. Um, I see it a lot in this industry and it, it drives me nuts, but it also, I kind of just chuckle because I'm thinking, well, he's making me look really good by doing what he's doing because he's doing all the wrong things. He's out partying and drinking and this and that and showing up dead tired. I'm going to feel good. So, Hey, he's helping me out. It's all good. You know what I mean? But being in here with these guys, we're all kind of living the same type of lifestyle. So, um, getting proper sleep, staying hydrated, I know it's a bottle of water, but it's still water. <laughs> Staying hydrated um, and eating properly. When I don't eat properly, I am a disaster. The sugar man just rocks me. You know what I mean? Like it, uh, it just kills me. Back pain, my energy is shot, and then I'm pounding that coffee in the morning. You know what I mean? So um, that whole life balance for me is, is lifestyle. Eating, sleeping, hydration, exercise. Uh, a lot of times on my breaks, I'll, I'll exercise and then I'll go home or um, I'll jump in with a client here and there, you know what I mean? Just to kind of get moving a little bit more. Um, yeah, I guess like just your lifestyle. If your lifestyle is good and solid and it's consistent, I think this all becomes a lot easier. Anything to add to that? I would say that too. Nutrition is a huge part and sleep. I feel like if you don't get that minimum seven to eight hours of sleep a night, you come in, you feel sluggish. Yeah. It's hard to kind of beyond I guess and yeah. be in a good mood for those clients and be energetic right I agree that's a huge one for me to sleep there you go expert opinion yeah and, <laughs> and that's that's mainly why I put you on here because your values are so close to mine that I don't want to be the only one saying that <laughs> I'm a full oh, great I'm fully, uh, totally in agreement with everything that you said. Now, before we close, just to, to get into the little nitty gritty because of um, because I'm just nosy and because I'm just curious and, and maybe someone else would be, you said that you're doing an internship. And so um, I know what an internship means to me, but tell me about your process of offering an internship in case anyone else is interested. So for me, it kind of happened organically with Gage because 
Gage is a part of my big picture from the very beginning. And I don't even know if he knows all of this, but anyways, <laughs> I've known Gage since he was like, not a giant. He was a little dude. Okay. So just a little baby. So I've known him forever. Um, and as soon as I found out, found out that he was getting into fitness and health promotion in Toronto at Humber College, um, I was pumped because I wanted him to be a part of this so badly. And then him and I chatted. He reached out to me and said, hey, my school is offering, uh, we have an internship program. Could I do it with you? I was like, obviously, come on in, man. Let's get it going. Um, and it's something in the future that I will probably do again. Um, if it presents itself at the right time. Um, Currently, I'm not willing to do that just because I don't want to interfere with everything else going on in the studio. But, um, but with Gage, it was fantastic because he had to fulfill so many hours. And he worked here for, was it three months? Yeah. Three months as an intern. And you needed how many hours per week? Four. It was four. And I needed four a minimum. It was like 15 hours. But I was here longer than that. Yeah. So he had like, say, three hours a day that he had to fulfill. So he would come in and he would kind of assist with clients and he could help with boot camps and things like that. And kind of just learn the business firsthand um, and kind of see how we, we do our training here as well and kind of what we expect at the, at the studio. So it just worked out fantastically well. So he came in for three hours a day for free. You didn't have to pay him? No, there's no pay. It's part of the, the internship program through the college. And how, how, how did you get on the list as someone that could be involved with the college and offering internships? Did this just went through Gage? I, yeah, went through me. I contacted my program coordinator and said, this is the this is the studio I want to do my internship at. Can you review it and see if it's accepted within the program? And they said, sure. They loved the idea that it was a private studio because most of my um, classmates went into the, the big gym settings. And I was really the only one that kind of went into the more of the private studio setting. So they're all about it. Wow, that's wonderful. And so and, and now that the internship's over, you've hired him as an independent or as an employee. As an employee. Yeah, so he represents Bofit, um, and he is – how long have you been here now? My internship was started in April of last year, so almost a full year. I've been hired on since August is when oh, okay, yeah. officially – Shoot, time's flying. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's going to be running the place soon. <laughs> and so, Gage, did you have a hard time acquiring clients, or did that you just fall suit and the clients just started coming in? What was great about Bo is he kind of fed me clients. Okay. For the most part, he still is. And uh, I've gotten my own clients in here and there. But for the most part, it's been Bo that's been getting me the clients. And I, like he said, I pick up a boot camp every once in a while when he needs it covered. And we've been talking about getting my own boot camp and stuff too. So, yeah. Wow. yeah, I guess one thing I could add really quickly is my goal is to get Gage in here for 30 hours a week um, minimum. You know, and right now we're at about 20. So, 20. so we're, we're kind of there. We just need a couple more pieces to fall into place. Um, which we're kind of working on, but um, that's kind of a goal of mine. And I think it's a goal of Gage's as well. With that that goal, you talked earlier about the whole marketing thing didn't really work out. You get, you get a lot of your business through referrals. So let me add, um, what are some other things that you're doing to generate business? Because it sounds like you're feeding Gage very well. So what do, what does Bofit do to acquire more clients? So just in the past, four months, I guess, five months. Um, we started doing some work with Google. Um, we have a client that is, um, very well kind of attached, uh, with Google and she's been helping us out as far as getting us, I guess it's the CEO or the SEO, SEO. I don't understand the internet. So, (laughs) but, um, 
basically it's the, the search engine optimization. So when they go online and they search you up, you'll pop up higher on the list. Um, so since we've been doing that, we moved up that list. I think I was on the eighth page initially, so I wasn't even being found. So unless you knew me, you had no idea that I was here. Oh. So now we're on the first page and we're about the seventh or eighth in line, which is great. And we're still kind of moving up, but um, getting clients to give some feedback as far as reviews go on Google um, and redoing the website, things like that. Um, they help that, uh, that SEO on the, on the internet. So we get more uh, return through the searches and just an opportunity to meet people. And as soon as you meet, have the contact, the rest is up to you. Right? So when they get in here, it's usually a done deal. So it's good. <laughs> That's wonderful. Hey, Bo engage. Thanks for your time today. I appreciate that. Um, if you want to get in contact with Bo personally and ask him some questions, you can do that. And how would they contact you, Bo? They can contact me through email, Bo, uh, Bo Parsons at bofittraining.ca. Um, you can call me if you want. I don't care. 519-854-8281. I'm always open, y'all. He, and he truly, from my experience, is an open book. He totally is. And the biggest, biggest hearted person I know. Now, I want to state, because I know I've made the mistake before, Parsons is, his name is Bo, B-O, but Parsons is P-A-R-S-O-N-S. Um, so to, to, to note that, and also we'll have this, um, podcast available on maxstormcoaching.com. If you want to refer to somebody to listen to it or get in contact with Bo, I appreciate you both being with me today. It's always an honor. I love speaking with you anytime I can, Bo, cause you just lighten my day. Um, we'll be in touch soon and awesome. Thank you guys have a great day. Thanks Max a lot. Storm Business Coaching Podcast. Bye. Please subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play so you don't miss a single episode. This podcast is brought to you by MaxStormCoaching.com. Head over to our website or social media pages and download free documents, forms, business tips, and tricks that will help take your client-based business to that next level.